Hey guys, welcome to the first episode of the Big Intentions Pod. I'm your host, Ireland, and I'm so excited for my very first podcast episode. This is a long time coming. This is something I've really been wanting to do. I love podcasts. I love the world of podcasts. I listen to them all the time, and so it's fitting that I'm starting my own now, and I'm so excited to take you guys along on this journey with me. So if you're listening, um, hi, what's up? But if you're watching this on YouTube, I will be posting the podcast video on my YouTube channel. So you can always find the video there. Some people are audio listeners. Some people are visual listeners. So just kind of depends on, um, what you guys, what your preference is. So hi, welcome. If you're watching this on YouTube, I am looking at my notes on my computer. I've scripted out my first episode. So I just think it'll help me keep on track and we're going to figure out this world of podcasting together. So So exciting to be here on the first episode of the Big Intentions Pod. The name was something that took me so long to kind of nail down and figure out. I really didn't know the direction I wanted to go with the name. I had a vision for the podcast, but I think Big Intentions, you know, it's really not a phrase that people use a lot, but it is something that it's just fitting for me because I do have big intentions. I have big dreams. You know, she's a bluegrass girl and she got big dreams. That's me. That's the big intentions podcast. I'm taking you guys along on this journey of me figuring out and navigating my twenties. I want to help you guys also navigate your twenties or just life in general. All the many questions that we have, we're just going to dive into some topics and really get into the nitty gritty. Podcast is a perfect long form place for me to be able to do that. So I'm so excited for this podcast and the topics and episodes and all of the many things to come when it comes to the Big Intentions podcast. So if you're listening to this, you could share it on your Instagram. You can tag us, share it with your friends and peeps that you're listening to the podcast. So Also, if you want to leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify, would absolutely love and appreciate that. So yeah, without further ado, let's just get into this podcast thing. This, This is just such a new thing for me, so I'm so excited. So since some of the housekeeping is out of the way... I'm so excited. Um, I'm going to do a brief introduction. If you can't tell I'm excited, let's count how many times I say that in this podcast. But for those of you who don't know me, I'm Ireland. I'm 24. I live in Dallas, Texas. I moved here about a year and a half ago at this point, and I'm brand new to the podcasting scene. I'm a huge listener of podcasts. I love all of the mini podcasts, but I've never really embarked on my own journey in this space. So This is just going to be such a good place for me to do that. So kind of just a breakdown of what what is the Big Intentions pod? What are we about? So this podcast is really here to help inspire, guide, encourage, and navigate your 20s. And I wanted to start this podcast for several reasons, but one is because I think it's the perfect platform for me to share my experiences and discuss at length and have conversations to share with you in this space. And then also I I can get, 
you know, as many of us do, we get lonely. And I think I really wanted to start this podcast to curate a space and a community for like-minded individuals to become the highest versions of themselves. So I really want this to be a tight-knit community where you feel nurtured and encouraged to grow and become the best version of you and exceed your own limits and expectations that you have for your life. So those are kind of the reasons, the behind the scenes, why this podcast means so much to me and why I really wanted to start it. Um, So this podcast is going to be a safe space for us to share ideas, dreams, ask the hard questions, analyze and deepen our own, um, you know, really get into our limiting beliefs and breaking free of those and just really becoming the best version of ourselves. So this podcast is for any and all people who have no idea what you want to do with your life, which I've found more direction in that area, but like asked me like six months ago and I was like, I literally don't know what I want to do with my life. And I still feel like that some days. So, you know, we're going to figure that out together. And it's also for people who have every single step of their plan for the next five years. They know exactly what they're doing. They were born with knowing what they wanted to do. They know their calling or whatever you may have, you know, it's for everyone. You can always learn and grow from other people and other people's experiences and perspectives. So I think this is really just going to be a great place for us to kind of really dive into those topics and, you know, we can learn from each other. So this podcast is going to be released every Thursday. So it's really starting out just a solo podcast and we might have a guest appearance every once in a while. I'm not really sure how much I want to do a guest kind of interaction, but for the time being, you'll be listening to me, hearing about my experiences. And so some of the segments for this podcast are going to be living out loud. So this is just going to be like a life update. It's just a chatty segment to help you guys stay up to date with anything new in my life and For me to really just share and kind of get more personal, the beginning of the episode will just start off chatty and fun and catch up, you know? Like, I want this to be a space where you feel like connected to me, I feel connected to my listeners, and we really are just like sharing life and living life together. So that's Living Out Loud. The next segment is Words to Live By, and in this segment, I'm just going to share a quote that I found that week to help inspire you some just words of wisdom to speak into your life. And it'll probably usually be related to the podcast topic of that episode, but it's really just going to be a hard-hitting truth that I feel compelled to share with you all. So get excited for that. And the next segment will be intentional living. So in this segment, I want to share any goals or dreams or habits that I'm implementing into my daily life that week. So kind of just like a check-in, you know, we can reflect on the previous week's intentions or habits, whatever it may be that we set. And then, you know, I can update you on my progress and just be real. You know, if I didn't do it or if I didn't even think about it after I recorded the episode you know, just try again the next week. So that's just going to help keep me accountable, maybe inspire you all to choose something that you really want to be intentional about that week. So those are the different segments that I've created for this podcast. And then after those segments, we'll kind of just dive in and go into the topic for that episode. So without further ado, 
Um, let's just go through these segments like how I really would in a podcast episode and let's chat. So living out loud. So this week has been super exciting for me. I recently embarked on a new journey that I'm anxious to share with you all, but it will have to wait until it's more official before I share it. Um, you know, I just want to make sure everything's in place before I share it. But in other news, I have been absolutely loving peach tea lately. (laughs) Um, I went to the farmer's market a couple weekends ago and I got some local honey. And let me tell you, this is your sign to go to a farmer's market. It's such a wholesome experience. And if you need a little inspiration for what to get at a farmer's market, my top three, these are my top three for, for farmer's markets. One, honey. Two, tomatoes. And three, peach salsa. So those are my favorites for farmer's markets. Um, I used to go to this huge farmer's market when I lived in Raleigh, North Carolina, and it was literally like the length of a whole football field. And they had produce, meats, flowers, trinkets, all the things. But since um, moving to Texas, I haven't really found anything like on that level. It's nothing has been on par with the Raleigh farmer's market. And honestly, I was very disappointed by the farmer's market in Dallas downtown, like the big one that everybody acts like is such a big deal. But honestly, it was like very underwhelming and disappointing. No shade, no shade to Dallas farmers, but nah, that's not my vibe. Um, but nonetheless, there's a smaller one that I found that's, um, kind of like out in the burbs and that's where I found those items that I got this weekend. So I definitely need to try some other ones, but I want to find a pop-up on the side of the road, just like a farmer selling tomatoes on the side of the road out of the back of their truck. That that's really more my vibe other than, um, the farmer's market really life's pretty chill. Um, lots of reading. I finished one true loves and it was super good. I also read on a quiet street. Both of them. I gave fives. I'm pretty sure. Um, both are great reads. One was a thriller. One was just like straight up like romance. So honestly, both good. Currently reading a perfect marriage and I'm obsessed. It's so good. Um, so those are kind of like what I've been up to in terms of reading updates. But I also went and watched Covenant a couple weekends ago, and it was like a war-type movie. I don't know why I love a war movie. I love a a setting and, like, any war. I like it. Like, I'm usually about it. Like, The Lone Survivor. I think that's what it's called. I mean, I don't know if that's what it's called. Anyways, any kind of war movie, usually I'm into it. But The Covenant, I definitely recommend it. It has Jake Gyllenhaal, which I know is controversial for the Taylor Swift girlies out there. But I love Jake Gyllenhaal, and I would watch every single one of his movies. Um, And specifically, when it comes to movies, I'm a Cinemark-only girl. I really don't like to go to any other type of theater. And... Even more specifically, I'm a Tinseltown location. So I don't know why they have like different types of Cinemarks. But anyways, the Tinseltown type, whatever that vibe is, it's perfect. It's always like the best kind of Cinemark movie to go to. So that was a little like kind of update, catch-ups, threw in some like recommendations for you all. So that's really just what this Living Out Loud segment's going to be about. Um, we're just going to be chatty and fun. So... Yes, moving on into our next topic or our next segment, rather, um, words to live by. So 
My quote is from this Instagram account, We The Urban, and I like this account. They always post like just hard hitting truths, you know? So, um, so this one is don't give up on the person you're becoming. And I, I love this quote. I feel like too often we're so close to like truly transforming and developing our potential, but things just get cut too short. Like we get discouraged or we don't see the fruits of our labor actually paying off, you know, we're just in that progress mode. It's like the bar on the computer when you're downloading something and it just gets stuck. And you know it's doing stuff in the background and in like two seconds it's going to go all the way to 100. It, it's always like that. It starts at like, it goes really quick and then it's really slow in the middle. And then at like 75, it's just there forever and ever. And then finally, next thing you know, you look up and it's all already downloaded. It's at 100%. And I feel like... That is a very good visual depiction of our lives, honestly. I think that really it's a good reminder, you know, to ourselves to not just give up on ourselves and on our dreams. You know, you have to keep going. You have to keep working. Like, there's going to be roadblocks. And I just think that that's, uh, that's like a really good visual to kind of help understand and realize like, yeah, I'm at 75%, but like, there's so much happening in the background like you just don't even see happening but then before you know it you're at 100 so um kind of going back to this quote I feel like you oftentimes hear people talking about like treating yourself how you would treat a friend or like treating yourself like you would never talk to your friend the way you talk to yourself and I think this is a really good approach um you know, it's kind of like cliche, like you hear it all the time, but it is true. Like the way that we approach situations with our friends or our loved ones is really how we should approach our own situations. Like if your friend messed up and like forgot to schedule something and like forgot to reserve a dinner reservation or something, you wouldn't like verbally abuse them and be like, oh my gosh, you're so dumb. Like, how did you forget that? And then, but in the, in like the same sense though, whenever we do that to ourselves, like why would we talk to ourselves like that? Why would we forget to do something and then be like, oh my gosh, like you're so dumb for doing that. Like, cause you would never say that to a friend. So honestly, we should show ourselves a lot more grace when it comes to the way that we talk to ourselves and we treat our own situations and view our own situations. Like Sometimes you have to put on like the outsider goggles and like just look into your own life and be like, wow, like this is how much I'm doing. This is what I'm doing. You know, great things. But when you're in it, you just always you can't really always see that. So, you know, don't give up on the person you're becoming because you have so much potential and it's easy to get discouraged. And I'm the first to admit I am always like oh my gosh, like nothing's happening in my life. Why is nothing happening? I'm doing all these things. Nothing's happening. But it is happening. You just don't necessarily see what's in the works and what's in store for you. So just keep your head down and keep going after it, you know? That's just a little bit of encouragement for you, some words to live by for this week. Just keep those things in mind whenever you're down or discouraged. Um, That's just, you know, something I wanted to share with you also. We can move into our next segment, which is intentional living. So my intention for the upcoming week is honestly just to be present 
and in the moment and not get so caught up in my list of tasks and things to do. Just honestly, like this, this is like, I just want to be more present and be grateful for what things I do have in my life. So one, I kind of got out of writing down my gratitude. Um, I don't know why just randomly, I kind of stopped doing that. So I need to get back into that and just, I think that will help me be more present, but just being present, not getting overwhelmed with my tasks, just being fully there, doing the thing and not worrying about what's next. Just do the thing, finish it, move on. And I think that will be helpful for me. Yeah. So moving into our main topic for this podcast episode and something I want to discuss and the title, you can tell by the title of this episode, living versus existing. So living, not just existing. Some, this is something that in hindsight I found to be true of my life at times. I wasn't, you know, maybe I wasn't truly living my life. I was kind of just existing and going through the motions and it, or just like living a life that wasn't really true to me. It wasn't really me. I was just doing things that this person, Ireland, like I wasn't being Ireland. I was just doing things that made me into somebody else. And I just think that there are times where we're in survival mode and that's not what I'm really speaking to in today's podcast episode, but rather truly living and experiencing all of life's moments versus just existing. So there's an Oscar Wilde quote that depicts this perfectly, I think. And it, it goes, to live is the rarest thing in the world. Most people exist. That is all. And I think this quote is a perfect depiction of a trap that we can often find ourselves in. And oftentimes, I think we're just doing things that we have to do, we're supposed to do, doing things to appease others, or maybe not allowing ourselves to dream big enough. And, you know, I have this memory from college where, and this, you'll see, you'll see, just stick, stick with me. So I have this memory with, from college and I'm just like scrolling through Instagram, aimlessly scrolling. And if there was a long caption on an Instagram post, I would immediately skip it immediately next. Like I would not read it if it had a long quote, didn't matter who it was, what it was, I was skipping it. And I know this seems kind of like a silly example because social media addiction and like mindless scrolling is a topic for a whole other podcast episode. But really, I feel like this just resonates with me because to consume content is one thing, but to be consuming the content, but not even actually consuming it, if you know what I mean, it's really just like an escape mechanism and you're not even gaining or attempting to gain anything from it. So it's one thing to just be scrolling and be like, I'm on Instagram to entertain myself right now. Like I want to see a funny video, whatever. Versus like you just open up the Instagram app. You don't even know how you got on it and you're just looking, but you're not even really consuming what's on your feed. You're just kind of there. And I think that's kind of what my mind comes to when it when I think of living versus existing. And so like translating this into our lives, like this, this idea in a general sense of like why we do things, some of the actions and things that we participate in have no use. So I asked myself and I'm asking you guys, like, why don't we have intentions behind our actions? Sometimes we just do things for no reason. And like, 
why? Why don't we aim to do things that our higher selves would do? Why don't we aim to have intention behind everything we're doing? Why not have a purpose behind like what you're doing? Like, why do you do things for yourself? Why? What is your intention? What are you trying to gain out of it? I think having that perspective and understanding the why really just helps to put everything into perspective and connect everything of, you know, intentional living, like living with purpose or on purpose, you know? So I just think truly living and truly living and not simply existing can look like several things and it can manifest in different ways in each of our own lives. But I really want to discuss some examples of what it looks like to live versus what it looks like to exist. So, so like picture this, imagine this, this is me describing what living versus existing looks like. So, so living is closing your eyes when you're outside and feeling the sun on your face and just breathing in fresh air. You're just taking a moment and you're soaking it up. You're fully embraced in that moment. It's appreciating the little things that seem insignificant, the warm sun on your face and just like that that smell of fresh cut grass or whatever it may be. Oftentimes these small things are the things that bring us the most joy. So, you know, existing looks like just going outside just because you just go outside and you don't even take in those different pleasures and beauties of the world around you. You just simply are ignoring them and choosing not to actively recognize them. When if you did just take that second to literally take a breath with your eyes closed, like it could be a whole mood booster. It can change your whole just like outlook and perspective by really just simply recognizing what's around you and intentionally accepting to like look around, understand it, evaluate, evaluate it, accept it. And I think that's just a really like simple depiction of living versus existing. But that's just really the first thing that comes to mind for me. So like another example, living is giving your full attention to someone when they're talking to you. So listening with the intention to hear the person's thoughts and perspective rather than just to respond to them. I feel like it's so easy to just hear somebody talking and start trying to highlight the things that you want to respond to. So, you know, it's it's easy to do that. Like, I mean, I find myself doing that all the time, just like listening to somebody gathering like, okay, I'm going to hit on this, 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 and this uh, on what they said instead of just like trying to fully like really understand and like be so engaged in that conversation. So living is to me truly enjoying a conversation with another human, fully immersing yourself in that experience because it's not always easy to do that. Like sometimes we're distracted, but what is the point of talking to other people if you're not fully listening to them, if you're not fully engaged in the conversation? You know, that's what I'm talking about when I'm saying being intentional. Like, why are you talking to this person? Are you trying to grow your relationship? Are you trying to get information from them? What is the intention? Like, are you just talking to chat, to be social? You know, like, I feel like there's literally intentions behind everything that we do. And I am not good at this. And I heard this on another podcast 
the other day and she was saying like studies show I would have to look it up but basically like when you ask questions rather than just acknowledging somebody you know and diving deeper into the conversation like you're gonna be more connected and more fulfilled you know when somebody tells you like oh yeah like I really like this new shirt I got it's like I love it okay instead of just being like oh yeah that's cool Oh, why do you love that shirt? What about it is different from other shirts that you have? Or, you know, something like that, but really just engaging and being curious and being present in those conversations that you find yourself in. Because sometimes we just crave connection and community. And then when we have it, we're not even fully embracing it and being present in it. And that's something I I feel like it's easy to get caught up in. But, you know, just really find yourself enjoying conversation and not making it so transactional. You know, existing is just exchanging words with someone in a transactional sense and then calling it a conversation. You know, try to gain and learn from people. There's so much to learn from other people, so many different perspectives and views. And, you know, I think that we sometimes neglect that. That's why, like, children... Like they have such a fresh perspective on the world and instead of just like ignoring them, you know, like be inquisitive, ask them questions, like try to pick someone's brain and really understand their thought processes and how their brain works. It's so intriguing to get into those deeper conversations. You could take something surface level and really just make it a whole deep, you know, thought provoking conversation. So that's another example of living versus existing. Um, another example, and I, this is, you know, my intention for the week, my intentional living segment, writing down things that you're grateful for. And I used to absolutely hate, I would hate it when I would hear like this piece of advice, someone would suggest I do this. Like, what's that going to do for me? What is writing down what I'm grateful for? What, how does that actually change my situation or help me? And, you know, there's so many things in life that we take for granted and so many things that we used to wish for and now we have them and we don't even appreciate them or acknowledge that those are things that we used to wish and hope and pray for. And now we have, you know, so many opportunities and resources and and so much access to things in this life and, you know, we should just be grateful for that. Like the fact that we're even listening and talking and discussing on this podcast right now is something that's like, wow, like I'm grateful for this. I'm grateful that I have a computer that I can write out my notes and record this podcast on. I'm grateful to have a camera. I'm grateful to have ideas and a brain that's inquisitive and curious and wanting to learn more about the world. Like all of that is amazing in and of itself. So I just think, you know what? It's really a form of therapy to write down what you're grateful for. It really helps to put into perspective how full our lives already are. And it's easy to get into the more, more, more mindset. And sometimes the greatest mindset shift and perspective can come from realizing how far you've come and how many blessings that we already have. And blessing that that's one of the words that I don't I don't know if I like always love it I feel like there's an overuse and like those cheesy like live laugh love blessing you know like those type of like home decor things sometimes I just think they like muddy up the word 
and make it like kind of chuggy. Not that blessings are chuggy, but you know, there's not like really another good synonym for blessing, but really we are so blessed and we have so many things to look forward to and so many awesome things in our life. And I think really, truly just like writing them down is so helpful rather than just ignoring them and existing and just going through life without really truly acknowledging all of the miracles, all of the things that had to be set in place exactly for this thing to happen. Like that's huge. That's awesome. That's, that's really taking advantage of, of all of these opportunities that we have and really looking at them with a different perspective and thinking, you know, I was sad that I was in this position, but really this is a position I've always wanted to be in. So that is some examples of living versus existing. Um, and I hope those kind of help give you an idea of what I'm trying to communicate in this episode. But I really want to dive into specifically how to shift your mindset and your perspective on living versus existing. And I think really the first thing to tackle is to really evaluate your own life and ask yourself, am I truly living Am I living my own life or am I just existing? Am I just living the life that someone else dreamed up for me? You know, like whose idea was it for you to be, to be a doctor? Was it your idea? Is that the dream that you really want to live? Like who set these things? Like, why are these things on your heart? You know, what is your dream for your life? And I think it's really hard sometimes to to be real with yourself and to be honest and to answer this question because you could realize something and recognize one, you're not truly living. You're not living your own life. You're not living your own dreams. You're just kind of existing. And that's a hard truth to follow. And that's a hard truth to swallow because what does that mean for you? What does that mean for your next steps? Like what can you do to change the path you're headed down? You know, how can you truly live? Like these are hard questions and I think a lot of times we try to avoid these questions because like it's just comfortable. It's just easy to keep going down the path you're on, somebody else's path. It might not even be your own path. You saw somebody else doing this, that's why you did it and you rolled with it. But really ask yourself, why do I have these dreams? Why do I do the things I do in my life? Am I doing them for me? Who am I doing them for, you know? I think you have to ask yourself these hard questions because the key to living versus existing is living your own life. That's the key to all of this. You know, what are the things that make you you? What are the values that you have? What, how does your life reflect the person you are? These are all the types of questions that you're going to have to ask yourself to understand if your life is reflective of who you are. And personally, I feel like most of my life is lived and some aspects I just existed. And in order for me to understand what is truly me and how I can fully live out all aspects of my life, you know, I think you can approach it a few different ways. So one way that I've approached this um, topic really is identifying my values and identifying the core pillars of who you are. So I went through and I did a values assessment a couple months ago to basically identify what are my values. Like, you know, you think 
you know what you value and then you sit down to think about it and write down what you value and you're like, well, well, how is this actually my value if it doesn't show up at all in my life? So I encourage you to go through and do this values assessment. You can just Google it. It's um, something I think they do a lot in therapy. But basically what I found my values are are genuineness, independence, purpose, family, and spirituality. And so in each area of my life, I examined it asking myself if my values were represented and if I was adhering to and respecting my values or if I was just putting enough of an emphasis on the values that that I identified. So for example, genuineness is one of my top five values and I have this overwhelming obligation to live authentically, to be authentic, to never not be myself. Like I cannot pretend to be anybody who I'm not. I can't dim my light for anybody. I can't, I can't not show personality in everything I do. That's just not true to me. That's not me being authentic. That's not me being genuine. And you know, I always have to show up as me. So it doesn't matter if I'm standing out from everybody else. Like I have to do things to the beat of my own drum. I have to come to terms with things on my own time. And that's just part of who I am. And that's something I've recognized. And that's not always like easy to do. And it's not always easy to show up and be genuine in all aspects of life. But to be true to me and to be intentional, I have to do those things or I'm not going to feel right. Things won't sit well with me. If I am not me, like that's just how it is. And it feels wrong and like a betrayal to myself if I don't adhere to my value. Like how can I identify a value and then not uphold that value in my life? Um, so I think that's one way to really help truly live your life versus exist in your life is to really start out and say, what are my values? How are these things showing up in my life? How am I upholding my values in everything that I do? So another way to truly live rather than exist, I think this is so fun, but really posture yourself as a child, as a kid. It's really one of the best ways to truly live because children are always so thrilled about the smallest of ideas. The simplest pleasures excite them. Like the first thing I think about is a little kid playing in bubbles. Kids love bubbles. I don't know what it is. It's so cute. Like, but it's so It's just such a pure expression of life and living when you see a kid just like watching a bubble float away. I don't know why that just is like the first thing that comes to mind for for me. But I think really channeling your inner child is one of the best ways to truly live and enjoy life rather than just existing in life. And you often hear people talking about like healing your inner child and you know that's like a big thing. I feel like on TikTok. I'm drinking Dunkin', by the way. I I really need a drink. My throat's getting dry from all this talking. So, sorry if you heard the iced coffee sounds. But, yeah, so, like, living and channeling your inner child, I think, is really, you know, something that is a way to 
truly remember and basically get back in touch with yourself, honestly. So I saw this quote on Pinterest that says, what did you do as a child that made the hours pass like minutes? Herein lies the key to your early pursuits. And that's a Carl Jung uh, quote, but basically taking a stroll down memory lane, it really allows you to channel your inner child and find the truest interests and passions that allow you to express yourself. Those things that you were interested in as a kid, oftentimes those are the truest forms of your expression of who you are and your interests. You know, ask your parents, ask your people in your life when you were a child, like, what was I like as a kid? What were those things that I was interested in? Like, for example, for me, I was obsessed with home videos and like, my mom had this camcorder and you could like flip the little screen so you could see yourself. And I would always, like in all these videos, I'm like, let me see myself, let me see myself. So like one, you could say like, that's a form of vanity. I'm just obsessed with myself, which that's actually true. But also it's like a good, you know, like obviously I liked being in front of a camera. I liked entertaining and, you know, that's just like such a clear depiction of like what I'm interested what I'm interested in today, like vlogging and talking to a camera and sharing my experiences with people and trying to entertain others. That's really just what I love. And I think like, obviously as a kid, those were things that I was interested in as well. And I think channeling your inner child really can help you find those things that you're passionate about and those things that you care about. So another way to truly live versus rather just existing is being present. And this kind of ties back into the example of like being outside and soaking up the sun and fully embracing the moment that you're and fully embracing the moment that you're in. But being present allows you to fully live. If your mind is somewhere else, how can you truly live each moment? You can't. You know, meditation practice is something that can help set the tone and mindset that allows for you to be present in the moment. Um, And I think this is something that it's good to help you not get so lost in your thoughts and daydreaming and practicing practicing meditation and allowing your the thoughts to just pass, practicing breath work to center yourself in situations when you feel lost or distant. These are These are just different ways that you can be more present in the moment. And I think that's a huge part of living versus existing is being in the moment and just truly embracing what's around you and your situation and your circumstances. Um, So these are just some different approaches and tactics to, to things that in my life I personally implemented and what I feel like really allows me to fully live my own life and I don't feel like I simply exist you know anymore and I'm confident that if you set intentions and you pay attention to your actions and the why behind them it will really help you to analyze if you're living versus existing and you know that's kind of really all I have to say about the subject, I mean, I feel like there's a million other things that you could go into and examples of living versus existing, but that's just kind of high level, some things that I wanted to bring attention to. And I think it's just easy to, to not even realize that you're just existing and really being intentional with your life is 
analyzing where you're at and doing things for a reason. And so that's what I wanted to talk about in today's podcast episode. But thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of Big Intentions. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I'm so excited for future episodes to come. So please leave a five-star review on Apple or Spotify, wherever you're listening to this podcast and follow Big Intentions pod on Instagram to stay connected. We can discuss some of the topics. If you're watching this on YouTube, like and comment, subscribe to my channel. Um, I'm so excited for the future of this podcast and I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. And yeah, thanks for listening. Love you guys. Bye.